You're listening to Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don. T-Mad. Don is a pastor with 38 years experience. And Alex is just as curious as you. We look at the most important and interesting questions about the Bible and Christian faith. So let's talk about it. (laughs) Hello. (gasps) Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How are you doing? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Yes, slept good last night. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Well, good for you. That's nice. I had to go to the doctor. I had a readjustment kind of thing for my oh. back. Apparently, I carry my son one side every time because, of course, and uh, did some adjusting. And oof, and I slept like not good. Uh-oh. But I'm young. That's fine. So we're in the height of harvest season. Yes. It's dusty. It's coming cl- really soon. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm sure some people I've are out. I've seen combines out on the road, and yeah, they're doing their thing. You bet. I'm it's sure some. It's an exciting time of year. Yes, it is. It is. I never used to think so. Right. I did when I was younger, right? Loved riding the combines and stuff like that. But, and then I started working for the farm full time, and then it was like, this takes forever. You know? <laughs> this takes forever. We don't get any breaks. What's going, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, and now I kind of enjoy it. Well, yeah, and and it's the culmination of an awful lot of effort. I yes. mean, all the planning of the farming uh, operation, what goes in which field, what kind of seeds are going to be used this in mm-hmm. this area of the field, and that area of the field, and, yeah, and all that planning is now coming to fruition. Yep, and uh, looking for the grain bins to be full. That's right, and I hope they are. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening in their tractors and or combines or working on something. Hopefully nothing breaks. And we hope you bide your time well. You know, we keep you awake. Yes. Yes, of course. That's why we're not talking like this. Yeah. yeah. No, wake up. So, got some harvest questions for you. But first, I wanted to kind of talk about a news story mm-hmm. uh, that was okay. brought to attention by my stepdad, Rob Stout, about the red heifers. Do you remember that news story? Yes, I've seen it on the news. Wonder how it's all coming about. Evidently, somebody's planning on building a temple. Yep. And uh, the the third temple. Yeah, that could be. That's in the making. I keep hearing remnants of it. This is the first actual news story that's come across the press about uh, about the heifers, and that it's probably in the making. Uh, I wonder if they're going to put the temple where it used to be, because that's going to be hard to do. A little occupied at the moment. A little occupied. Yes. Uh, but the uh, four heifers, uh, never been in a yoke, uh, never been bred, and are used for the sacrifice for that consecration of the land for the temple. Yeah. Oh, is that what the unblemished means? I thought it would be like, I thought it meant like virgin cow, well, but a heifer, that's what that is, right? Right. A heifer okay. is a virgin cow, yeah. Okay. So when they say part. unblemished, it's but just But unblemished perfect... means that it has to be perfect in uh, all, all forms. Okay. In other words, it can't have a, a cut up here that's that's gotcha. healed, and, and it can't have one eye bigger than the other, and <laughs> you know things like that, sure. and, or white can't have white on it. Okay. And so uh, the these need to be perfect specimens, if you will. Cool. And so you got to go through quite a few heifers to get four really good, perfect, unblemished heifers. So these these heifers came from Texas, I, or where, I'm where, where, not I'm, sure on that part of the story, but uh, I just know they had to look far and wide to get them. Yeah, and someone sent them like five or six of them. Why? To make sure. Okay. 
Because if the priest goes over it and finds a blemish, then it's not kosher. Okay. But like, what's the, what's the significance, I guess, of them sending these heifers? A perfect sacrifice, you know, for the, for the temple. Okay. For the, um, yeah, this is actually, this pro, this actually predates even David's temple. Okay. And is uh, talked about in numbers. Okay. As being, uh, this is what's going to happen kind of thing. Okay. King and, King and temple and palace and not the palace wasn't in it, but there's a lot of different pieces to that prophecy that this right. was, this would come. Yep, they had to have like 500 or, or, or 50, 50 or 500. I can't remember the exact number of like people that were ready to be to serve in those temples and some other things too. From what I from my little bit of research that I did, but this is all in preparations for what the building of the next temple. Okay, and the what's end, the point of that? Well, the bringing together of God's people. Uh, it's, it's, it's a culmination of going back from where, you know, Paul talks about, you know, he's the remnant. We're going to bring the remnant along. Yeah, we're just grafted in as, as Gentiles into this bigger thing that's going to happen. Well, in Christendom, we pretty much left the Jews behind. Okay. And basically, this is circling back around and saying that they're going to be a part of that, that end time prophecy the coming together of jesus on earth and there will be a worshiping remnant of jews okay in a temple right this is just a jewish thing this is probably isn't something that well it's what it, i guess i what i would receive it as is prophecy being fulfilled in our midst right okay. now so it would reaffirm for me that the bible you know laid this out and it's coming true okay so if the prophecies begin to come true, that they're in the Bible, in our time, uh, maybe we ought to take the book a little more seriously. And I, I think that's where I would take it as a Christian, this announcement of the four efforts being there. Okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, that's not the Christ isn't coming. This isn't prophecy to fulfill that uh, Christ is coming, but... Not tonight. Not tonight. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> he is coming. But if that if the Christ temple is, is coming, Christ is coming. Yes, we're not. Yeah, I want to make sure that's well known and affirmed. Yes. Christ is coming again, and the fulfillment of these prophecies basically are a map saying, "Hey, get ready." Okay. So the Jews look at this and they're saying, "This is what's we're going to build this temple for unity and stuff." But like in Revelations, that temple spot being reclaimed there is part of a piece for the next step in. Um, except in the for the coming of Christ. Okay. Right. Because it's going to happen there. And, and so we see these little steps in our time. Well, and over the course of time, we've seen many steps. The trouble is that it happens slow enough that if we aren't paying attention, we lose sight of the fact that God is accomplishing his will that's been fore, forecasted, forepromised from the beginning. I mean, from a very long time ago. Hmm. And it's coming true in our time. Okay. It comes true gradually enough that sometimes if we're asleep, we'll miss it. Okay. I like that. That's a good explanation. Sorry, I didn't turn my phone off. That's okay. That's okay. It happens. Um, so in, in I, I wanted this to be a kind of like a harvest special, so I thought it'd be kind of cool to do like a small Bible study. Mm. And I kind of asked you, and you thought John chapter four. Mm -hmm. So 
if you've got your Bibles handy, I know Don always does, even though he had to go back and get it a couple times a day. Oh my goodness! Using it on campus, and so I had to go back. Chapter four, John chapter four, verses thirty-three through thirty-eight. Right. This is after the woman at the well. Right. In chapter four, and. Jesus is with his disciples, and uh, his disciples come back from finding food and are wondering why he's not hungry, because that's why they went to get the food in the first place. Yep. And he's talking about, like, well, you know, I'm not really hungry, guys. I'm uh, Eat something, they said. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you have no, and you know nothing about. And the disciples are thinking, well, did somebody bring him food? And in verse 34, he says... My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say four months more and then the harvest? I tell you, open your eyes. Look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now the reaper draws his wages. Even now he harvests the crop of eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. I guess I think about, you know, we talk about evangelism so much in the church. But in reality, I think sometimes we're frustrated it's not happening faster. Sort of like the farmer who plants a seed in spring. Oh, how's come we aren't happening faster? And I think we need to realize that the seeds that we plant into the lives of others, for Christ's sake, often take a long time yep. to grow and mature to the point of harvest, to, to kingdom, bring them into the kingdom. And uh, our frustration is that it's not happening faster where Jesus is saying, hey, it's going to happen, and it's going to happen so the sower and the reaper, which would be two different guys usually in that context, in that culture, okay. are going to rejoice together. Yes. And he's also not linking it to a season. I mean, we talk about seasons. Now, I come from Kansas. Hard red winter wheat. We sowed that in the fall right. for a spring harvest. Yep. You guys put in corn in the spring for a fall harvest. That's right. And uh, out in Kansas, our combine was busy both in the spring and the fall right. because we had fall crops. Uh, you guys just use a combine once a year. Once a I year? I mean, really, does it pay to have one? No, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not right now. But what I'm saying is you, you, we harvest more of the year yeah. than you guys harvest. You right. have all of the crops coming in in, what, a six-week period? Pretty much. Between the corn and the soybeans. Yeah. Uh, you get that machine in the field, and it better run good for six weeks. Yes, it will. Yeah. It better. God, please let it run good. Yes, make sure it runs good. Yeah, just so everyone knows, we're pre-recording this, so there's I am in the fields right now, unless some for some reason it's raining outside. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. So so we'll play, pray for you on the combine, even yeah. as we speak right now. Awesome. Yeah. So I have some questions. when I, When I look at... When I do Bible studies, or when I, you know, in a group and I study the Bible, I look for the odd things in there that just stick out. And you found something odd in this passage, oh, really? Oh, very. Oh, did you? <clears throat> well, for first of all, him isn't capitalized right off the bat. So he says, my food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me. Mm-hmm. And generally, the Bible would uh, capitalize those things, would it? Or is that just concepts and different? NIV didn't do that very well. Okay. Okay. So that answers that question. If the he, if the he in the NIV was anywhere nebulous to the to the verb, that it was actually not God doing it, could have been a general pronoun, then it didn't get capitalized. 
But isn't it like very clearly? It's clear to me that I'm just saying what the commentators, what the translators went towards. Man, that seems. See, clear that goes to back me. to our other yeah uh, episode. What was it? One or two ago that we talked about. Two ago, yeah. yeah the okay. translation issue. The translations. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the other thing? Uh, let me see. It's the. It's it's their like sayings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Saying that, uh, like, there's you know we don't have to go yet because there's three months, four months and more, and then the harvest. Yeah, That's you say that like, why yeah. is that a saying? Well, because that you you put it in the ground and it's four months to harvest. Okay, so that was like kind of like oh we got four months, something like that. Right. Are are the crops ready to be harvested at this time? uh not no no not necessarily because okay. it's not passover that would certainly make a lot of sense then yeah. wouldn't it so passover was almost a, a harvest blessing in that period okay in that, that okay been close to harvest so this is kind of like this we're thinking like let's say two or three months ago this would be what the time would be when jesus is saying yeah you say you know right four months for harvest but i'm telling you there is much ripe ready to be picked right now good Okay, that makes sense. I just thought that's, it was a... that's actually what's giving Jesus satisfaction to the point that he doesn't need to eat. Yes. I don't know where, whether you work this way, but I work this way. And I got into a project yesterday, and I got so focused on the project, I didn't eat my lunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, we guys tend to do that once in a while. When yeah. It's something that really piques our interest, and we want to get it done. We'll, well, you will do that during harvest, probably. I do it every single day almost, yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and we forego a meal because we're so into yeah. what we're doing. Right. Jesus was so satisfied with what was going on there in Samaria. Yeah. With that woman and in that town, uh, he, he wasn't thinking about his tummy. He was full. Yeah, yes. he was full. That's awesome. Well, good. Well, I, what I'd go even farther is, can we as Christians in this time be so satisfied with what we're sowing as we sow the gospel into the lives of others that maybe we lose sight of whether we need a meal? Can we get that excited? That's a good point. I'd like to get that excited. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Because the harvest is real today. I, there's a lot of hearts that need the gospel. Yeah. And uh, let's get it out there. Yeah. And don't look for a immediate payoff. That's something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you say that like you're speaking directly to me. I'm always wanting to be, a, I'm not seeing any changes. Yes. And we like to see changes. Yeah. It confirms that we're doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm not because of <clears throat> depending on who this person is, obviously they mean something to me is why I'm talking to them about mm-hmm. this. If I didn't care about them, I wouldn't talk to them about no, that. It's not, I don't know if I know anybody like that, but you'd like to see a little bit of that payoff, but that that's just your own pride you're trying to feel. It is. Isn't it? It, it's our own pride. We'd like to see <clears throat> the work of our hands pay off. Yes. And even spiritually. Yep. Well, I think that's a good place to stop. If someone else has some different stuff they want to write in, ask about some insights that they see from that verse or ones before or after. That's right. That'd be great. Rich passage. Rich, rich passage. <clears throat> yes. And to everyone out there who's in the field during harvest, stay safe. Amen. Stay extra safe. You know, stay away from those high lift jacks. And for you guys driving on the roads, watch out for these vehicles that are running for the farm because they're they're in a hurry to get things done. Yeah, yeah. They say I, I know I see all those things on Facebook, and 
they're like, oh yeah, well, we're trying to get all this stuff done, this slow moving vehicle. We don't mean to, but then also like, do you have to go on that road? Right. Take that back road for me, would you? I don't know. I've just been stuck behind so many of them. And yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm justified being like, hey, go over, get on the shoulder. But sometimes that shoulder is not prepared say, for your wagon. When you've got a 24 foot header, you don't take it down in the ditch no. very far. And these wagons are heavy, oh, yeah. heavy loaded. And when you take a bounce on a heavy load, it's really hard on axles. Yeah, we used to tires. have really bad problems with our bearings in our wagons because well, we used to run them tandem. Did you lose your bearings? Oh, there were, last year was the first year where we didn't have any bearings blow out of the wagons when they were loaded. And, but still, you know, you, I go down 92 out here by Westchester and I'm like, it hits that bump and I go over in the tractor and I look back, no, 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 please, please don't, don't crack, don't bust. Yeah. I'm so far away from everything in the middle of the road. So yeah, everyone stay safe. Be grateful that you're here able to do that labor. Cause God bless. Yes. And uh, look out for those out on the farm, out on the fields. Amen. See how you can serve them too. So, all right, everybody, take care. We'll see you next week. Lord willing. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.